I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome to another Loving the Christ Life. We're so happy you could be with us today. And just as a reminder, I want to remind you that Warren and his wife, Robbie, served in an international arena for more than 70 years. And it was all founded by the Graced Fellowship International, also known as Christ Life Fellowship. Warren, his main thing in life, his main determination in life was to proclaim grace by Christ's life until the whole world knows. And even though he's not with us anymore, his messages are in our archives. And we're so honored and so blessed to be able to bring these messages to you each week. So let's get going for this week. Here's another great message from Warren. Greetings, dear friends. We're here again. I'm right in my office, where I always am when I make this broadcast, and I trust that you're in a place where you can see and hear what it is I'm saying. It's not so much the way I say it or what I'm saying, as it is it opens up your mind to the Holy Spirit. He's the corrector. He's the teacher. He's the guide. He's the one that makes a big difference in your earthly life. You want to live better? You want to have better things to happen to you? Maybe it's healing. Maybe it's prosperity. Whatever the thing is you want most will hinge on what you do with the Christ that already lives in you. If you're a Christian, you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. He lives in you. The moment you believed on Christ, you were baptized into his body. People always send me, well, aren't you going to talk about other baptisms? The Bible says there's one. Paul said there's one. One baptism. And this baptism that I'm talking about is being placed in Christ. In Christ, you have availability to his mind, his shed blood for the remission of sins, and continued forgiveness. You have, you have all of these wonderful benefits in Christ. That's what a Christian is. A Christian is someone who lives in Christ, and Christ lives in them. Well, I come to find out that the longer I preached, the less people knew this. Less people talked about it. Oh, there were always a few who wrote books on it. There were a few, uh, lots of times they were Asians who come up with this better than uh, we do here in, in America. Uh, a, a lot of people who are not even known have had a revelation of Christ in them. And, and they uh, are living Christ's life. They live it the best they can because they don't always get a gospel to go along with it. And that's been my point the last couple of weeks on this broadcast, that whatever happens to you from the Scriptures, whatever the Scripture says is yours, also offers you a gospel for that thing, for that thing that God did in your life. And if you have a revelation of Jesus Christ as your life, you're going to get it out of the Scriptures. That's where the Holy Spirit works. He lives and moves in the Scriptures. He helped to author them in the first place. They came from God, and the Holy Spirit moved upon men of old, and they wrote these things. But we're not talking about those men of old. We're talking about the one man who lived a couple of thousand years ago named the Apostle Paul because he got the final gospel. He got the final gospel. And he called this gospel a great mystery. In the third verse, we're in the third verse of Ephesians, the third chapter, and it says how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words. 
You know, it was that verse that transformed my life from it being me who lived to it being Christ who lived. I could finally say, as Paul did, Christ liveth in me. Now, I had always a suspicion there are days I felt anointed, days I felt good, and days I just knew the Lord was there. But I didn't know Him as my life, as me, as me. You take on a new identity when you become a Christian. And the great mystery is that the one who makes you a Christian is Christ in you. It's not you who makes you a Christian. You can read all the books and bylaws and doctrines and so forth of some church. But that's not what makes you a Christian. What makes you a Christian is Christ lives in you, and you have to find some way to love Him more than yourself and let Him come out of you. He'll come out of you as you. That was God's plan. God's whole plan revolved on having a world full of people in whom Christ lived, and they magnified Him, glorified Him, exemplified Him. I need a better word. They demonstrated Him. He was their life, not their old life made better. We're so given that. We're given to people's testimonies, and that's wonderful. But that's just the start. The testimony we get that I was lost in the center going to hell, and God saved me, and look what he did to me when I got saved. Listen, that's wonderful. That's glorious. But that's not the same as when we can say, that the Holy Spirit revealed Christ in me, and now I can see that I no longer live. Christ lives in me. I don't want to belabor that verse, but I think that third verse is a powerful verse. He's mentioned this before in his writings. That's what he says in the last line. He's mentioned these things before. He doesn't ever separate himself from Jesus. He never writes anything that is separated from Jesus. That's why he keeps saying again and again in his writings, in Christ, in him, in whom. Why does he use that little phrase so much? 146 times we've counted him using that phrase in his short 14 epistles. Why does he use it? Because that's who he is. He's an in Christ person. Christ is his life source. Christ is his all and all. And so Christ flows through this body member. As the body member is, he flows through that body member. So it is Christ as me. As God had made me. As God had created me. It is Christ as me. Think about it. That's what a Christian is. A Christian is not somebody trying to live the life. A Christian is somebody who has Christ living in them and they have given up to Christ. In whatever they do, whatever profession, whatever home life is, whatever life is, period, they have given up themselves. 
I am crucified with Christ, but I still live, and it's not me who lives, it's Christ who lives in me. What a great message from Warren Litzman today, as always. And we'll be back in just a moment. Just wanted to take a moment and remind you this podcast is being brought to you by the Christ Life Fellowship. That's Christ-Life. You can go to the website, Christ-Life.org. It's presented by the Christ Life Fellowship today and every week as we go back into the archives and bring you these great in Christ messages from Warren Litzman. Go to the website, check it out. Also, you can find our bookstore there and other previous podcasts if you haven't caught up or heard them. So check it out. That's Christ-Life.org. Now, back to Warren. Well, I want to bite off a new verse today if we can. I want to go to the fourth verse of this third chapter of Ephesians. It reads, Whereby, when you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. You may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Now we've already seen where he gets this ma this this knowledge. Where did he get it? He says back in the first two verses that it came by revelation. It came by revelation from Jesus Christ. Jesus gave it to him and he was under the anointing to give it to us. That's that's how anointed these epistles are. He got something directly from Christ and he gives it to us. The great mystery. Look at what he says here. When you read, you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Oh, if I had any one prayer about my life, it would be that. That I would be able to say this according to the knowledge the Lord had given me. Not adding to it, not bolstering it with stories and tales and funny things, but telling you just as it was given to me to give to you. That's what i got to do. How did it come to me? Through this faithful servant, the Apostle Paul. He is the only one God gave the final gospel to. The gospel based on death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. He is the only one he gave that to. And he gives it to me. I read it in the scriptures and it came to me. And now my life is to bear that out to others. That others might come to know this thing. That they may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ. Well, there's no use beating around the bush. What is the mystery of Christ? The mystery of Christ is that Christ lives in believers. Who is their life? Christ is their life. Well, you say they still got a life of their own. They still do this or that. God, by His grace, may use some of that by placing Christ through them, by moving Christ through these things. If you're a lawyer... He wants to move through your law experience as Christ. You're a doctor. He wants to move through your doctoring as Christ. You're a housewife. He wants to move through your motherly instincts as Christ. You see, you have no other source of life other than Christ. 
That's why you're alive forevermore. People say, well, he died. That was a shame. He died. No. Just the old body passed on. The life is still there. The life will never cease. It's eternal life. When you accepted Christ, you accepted eternal life. It'll never cease to be. It'll always exist. That life, that marvelous, wonderful life of another living through you. Well, you see, another has always lived through you. It has never really been your life. When Adam and Eve committed their sin before God in disobedience, God allowed the work of Satan to take place. He would be their life. He would be their knowledge. And so it was. When you were a sinner, Satan was there. It wasn't you. He was a sinner from the beginning. We studied that over in Corinthians, second chapter, first Corinthians. Because Satan was the sinner from the beginning. He was the one who was working through you. But when you accepted Christ based on the cross of Jesus Christ, the devil was out. The sin nature was gone, whatever preachers say about it. The sin nature was gone because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from A-L-L, all sin. But you know what? You still have the same old mind. And what I'm doing by the preaching of the gospel is changing people's minds about who they are, changing their mind about what they study and about what they learn. That's what Christianity is all about. That's what this gospel is all about. And so Paul said, I want you to know through my knowledge this business of Christ living in human beings. It works. It works. You have to go through a lot of trash. You have to get through a lot of junk that's in the mind before you ever get to the mind of Christ. But it'll come. It will come. It's God's promise and it's God's grace to make it so. Because He never intended that a Christian live according to their mind, but that they have the mind of Christ. We'll get to that verse of Scripture sooner or later. And what a revelation that is. But i got to leave you for today. The time is up. Time for me to go. But I'll be back again tomorrow at this same time. God love you. Have a good day in Christ. Another powerful message from Warren Litzman from the Christ Life Fellowship Archives today. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for all of you who uh, write in, send us emails, and let us know that uh, you're listening and this is a blessing to you. It's something that's so important to the world, even now more than ever. And we're so blessed to have these materials to bring to you each week. No matter how many times you hear them, you always hear something new. Don't forget this podcast is heard wherever podcasts are heard every week. Week, and you can get them also from our uh, Christ Life Fellowship website, christ-life.org. Thank you for being with us. We hope you've had a wonderful time today, and we look forward to the next time. Until then, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.